Well, we were sitting around the table one night with some friends talking about what we should, you know, what the next step should be. And someone brought up the fact that there wasn't any good camouflage makeup on the market because it would dry and crack. And mm-hmm. so I happened to wear Mary Kay makeup at that time. So I pulled out <laughs> my lipstick case and I said, what about this? <laughs> and they both looked at me like I had three heads. So I put it back in my purse until the next morning. And Dave woke up and he goes, let me see that again. <laughs> I said, nope, you had your chance. But anyway, that's that's how the compact. God, Camel boots on my feet, bow in my hand, walking in the earth. Wise Eye presents Welcome to American Roots Outdoors. Alex Rutledge, your host in the studio with Mr. Redbone, Mike Crace, and Wayne Locke. And uh, I have to share with y'all, I lost one of my older brothers this week, and it's been a tough time, and I lost a very good friend, Larry Shockey. I ask that everybody keep them in your prayers, the families. And there's a GoFundMe page for Larry Shockey. You will see it on the American Roots Outdoors Facebook page to help him and his family with his burial expenses. I don't know what the date is set yet for his graveside. My brother, Will John Rutledge, is tentative. They have planned his visitation on August 27th, 1 o'clock p.m. at Oak Forest Cemetery in Birch Tree, Missouri. Again, thank you for your prayers. Very tough time, but as life says, we must move on. And that's what we're doing, Redbone. That's what we're doing. Yeah, and we continue to keep you and your family in our prayers at, at the Redbone house. And, and, and Larry, and I just heard that when you made that announcement on Facebook earlier today. And man, I, I knew Larry pretty good. We played softball together back in the day. He was a good guy. I, I had not had a chance to meet Larry. Uh, your brother, Will, I was able to go hunting with him and you mm-hmm. a couple of times. And um, again, you know, from my family to yours, you know. Appreciate it. Yeah. It's. Uh, it's life, but we're not going to spend right. much time on this. But again, thank you all. Uh, we just got to keep our eyes on the prize, and that's Jesus, and just keep moving. And that's what we got to do. The The time that we live in in this era, there's so many confusing things going on, gentlemen, with COVID and what's going on across the world. But uh, we're going to bring you good news here at American Roots Outdoors. It's food plot season. And people are planting food plots, breaking dirt, bush hogging, getting ready. People are seeing deer. My wise eyes sending me pictures like crazy. I haven't got any real good bucks, nice bucks, but no real giants. And uh, I'm feeding the deer in my yard, and I'm seeing 25 to 30 deer. You've seen my videos. I've been seeing that, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I've been, I've been seeing more deer lately, really the last week. Uh, on my travels, you know, 4.30 in the morning, 4.15 in the morning. So two bucks. And we're recording on Wednesday. Saw two bucks on Wednesday morning. Good ones. One of them was pretty good. He was young, but he's got a whole lot of potential. I'm talking wow. about a, a young buck that's got eight, nine-inch tines. Yeah. He'll oh, make nice. a good, really deer, nice. a really yeah. good deer. Yeah. I uh, the, the, the I went and bush-hogged all my fields down, and I had the growth from previous years of Eagle Seed Smorgasbord, and Wayne went in and, and planted some food plots for me last year while I was gone on the road, and the clover's really thick in there, Wayne. 
Oh, yes. What came back. Yeah, the clover was real good this year. And the deer are pounding the clovers. And what I did, my wife didn't know it, but I took some eagle seed clover and spread it all in our yard. She goes, boy, the deer are spending a lot of time in the yard this year. (laughs) I I have no idea why. I don't know why. But I did. I took it in February or March, and I top-dressed it. You know, there's five different blends of clover in our yard. (laughs) They're bedding in the yard. They're laying in broad daylight in our yard. Well, I can't say nothing because I put clover down in ours, too, because it adhered and grew so much better than the grass that I was trying to put down earlier this year. I said, heck with it. I just threw some clover down from the plot there, red clover. And man, did it look nice. Even Renee made a comment because I said, let it grow. Look at how red it's going to be. It's going to be pretty in that. And uh, now we got deer. I I sent you a thing this morning. We had uh, a doe and two fawns just at the end of our drive, right in front of our cabin there. And our dogs are just sitting there on the front porch looking at them. And, you know, two little baby uh, fawns there with her. And so uh, the dogs don't even care anymore. They don't even care about the dogs anymore. They just walk No, they get to where they don't even, the dogs don't even, the dogs don't chase them. Right. Yeah. They'll, they'll get used to the dogs. Yeah. And then, oh, there's that dog barking at us again. Exactly. Yeah. He just sat there and just, whatever. He don't even care no more. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's food plot season again. Uh, we got a great show lined up for everybody this week. I think you guys are going to find this very interesting. Uh, our special guests this week are actually true legends to the outdoor industry at, as manufacturers. Uh, and people's been waiting for this. I've been wanting to do this for many years. Uh, the inventors and ex-owners of Hunter Specialties, David and Carmen Forbes. Red cool. Bone, well, That'll be cool. It will be cool. We're going to get to hear their whole story, how they created uh, their marriage. They fell in love, and they created uh, their business, Hunter Specialties, which was one of the largest companies at one time in the outdoor industry. They, at, owned, at one it. Time, they, they owned it. They yeah, owned it. They owned the outdoor industry yeah. for a long time. Yeah. It's it's uh, very good people. They're like family to me, and uh, I, we, you're going to get to hear some great stories. And uh, I want to say this, too. The CRSA tournament was this past weekend. I believe there was 28 boats in the tournament. The championship CRSA tournament was won by uh, Christopher Robertson and his partner, Cisco. They had a five smallmouth weighing 11.69 pounds. That's a good stringer. Yeah, and their big bass was 312 second place. Went to Bobby Barnes and Nick Cooper from Birch Tree, Missouri, Mountain View area. Uh, their, their total weight was 1099 with a 259 big bass. Third place went to uh, Lee and Hampton. Their total weight, I'm sorry, third place was Robert. Which one am I looking at here? How much wrong one? It was Hampton Raymer, I believe, who is that one third place. And their weight was, let's look it up here. I was on the wrong one. My apologies. Uh, here we go. Back at it again. I apologize. It's probably when you fish so much, you don't know what tournament you're at. Well, uh, you fish so much, you can't read. <laughs> I can't read, yeah. Anyway, it was Cisco Robertson had 1121. Their big bass was 251. Second place went to Barnes and Cooper. 982, their big bass was 322. Third place went to, let me pull it up here. Carringer and Cram, they had 929. Their big bass was 224. Fourth place went to Hampton and Raymer. 898 was their total weight. Their big bass was the second big bass of the tournament at 373. And fifth place went 
to Nicholson, Aaron Nicholson and Lester Nicholson Birch Tree with eight seventy four. Their big bass was two thirty, and big bass was one by one by Troy McAfee and Jack Rutledge. Their big bass weighed three eighty six. Wow, some good fish. Yeah. So yeah. the next tournament is the twenty seventh uh, or twenty twenty eighth. Twenty eighth. Twenty seventh Missouri. Friday. Yeah, twenty is Friday. Twenty eighth at Donald from Missouri. You don't have to be a me- excuse me member to fish the tournament. Five fish limit. But anyway, back to our show. Go ahead. Yeah, Alex, want to mention, uh, I'd be remiss if we didn't. Uh, as a lot of you are hearing the show on Saturday, the Legends of the Outdoors Hall of Fame induction ceremony is Saturday night. Yep. Actually, I plan Saturday on going there. Start at 4 o'clock, I believe, uh, at the Bass Pro Shop in Springfield. First time it's ever been in Springfield. It'll be a huge turnout. It'll be a, I know, I, I, I saw the other day Ray I is confirmed he's going to be there. Yeah, I'll uh, be there. Uh, Alex will be there, and a lot of folks from the outdoors, and uh, they're inducting, I don't know, about seven people, I think, this uh-huh. year. It'll are be going a huge in. Track. So if you, if you want to uh, meet and greet some of your your uh, heroes, I guess, of the outdoor world, or outdoor celebrities, yeah, put it that way, uh, you chi- can do that. Yeah, they'll they'll yeah. be it's free. Successful. I think it's free to the public. No, there is. You, you have to buy a ticket. Oh, go. you got to buy a ticket? Yeah, okay. you have to do a buy a ticket, and I'm not sure how much they are, but uh, you can buy a ticket at the gate uh, there at the convention center at, on the campus of Bass Pro Shop in Springfield. Yeah. It's going to be a cool deal. Yeah, it will. And, uh, you know, to be a member of the Legends Outdoors, it's very prestigious, you know. And and you get recognized by the board members to be asked to become a member because of what you've done in the outdoor industry to make a difference. And all these people that have been inducted, it's been well-earned. Larry Shockey was an inductee. Yeah. He was a legend. Yeah. yeah. In the Legends Hall, Hall of Fame. Yeah. But anyway, we got a great show again. Don't go away. We'll be back with more American Roots Outdoors. We've got the inventors, creators of Hunter Specialties coming up right after this. Hey, y'all, it's Tyler Farr, and you're hanging with me and my good buddy, Alex Rutledge, on American Roots Outdoors. Wishing on some love. I've been on a big board for a while. Redbone, what would you say if I could tell you that you could kill a buck on a certain day? I would say you're crazy. There's no way to predict how the bucks are going to move. Well, you're wrong. There's a new camera out called Wise Eye Technologies. These guys can predict the actual deer movement exact time that a deer is going to come through. Really? Wise Eye Technology? This camera has five megapixel pictures, has a GPS system built inside, and it's an experience using this camera. It collects data and tells you the movement, wind direction, everything. On a camera? On a camera. WiseEyeTechnologies.com. And how do I find out more information about these guys? You go to WiseEyeSmartCam.com. I'm using them. You should, too. Make your hunt easier. Use Wise Eye. Horny D presents Welcome to American Roots Outdoors, everybody. We're in the studio at K-Country 95, Thayer, Missouri, Mammoth Springs, Arkansas. We have a 100-mile reach right here, a potential reach of over a million people. And as promised, we have the creators, the inventors of Hunter Specialties, Dave and Carmen Forbes, on the line right now. Welcome to American Roots Outdoors, Dave and Carmen. Thanks, Alex. <laughs> you guys are in harmony. It was in harmony. That's harmony. Harmony. <laughs> in the studio with me right now, uh, Carmen, David, is uh, Redbone Mike Crace. This is Redbone. You'll hear his voice. Hi there, David and Carmen. Yep. Hey there. Hello. And this is Wayne Locke. He's uh, one of my brand managers, and he's our social media and podcast director. 
Hello there, and I'm excited to Hello, talk Wayne. to you guys. <laughs> Hi there. Yeah, Wayne is from Cleveland, Ohio, and he bought some land across the road from me. But uh, uh, he he is becoming hillbilly. He, it was so bad. I call him a city slicker. He would call our roads a street, Carmen. <laughs> I, I have to learn the new lingo here, so I'm gonna. People didn't know what he was talking about. Like, yeah, I, was, I was driving down the gravel street. Yeah, know, <laughs> gravel street. <laughs> we don't have gravel streets. Well, let's kick well, this off. Even in Iowa, we call them roads. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Carmen, Dave, uh, we go back many years, and and I just want to say this: I thank you for everything you've ever done for my family and me, and. And giving me the chance, a silver-toothed, young, redneck, hillbilly boy. I'll never forget it. Meeting you the first time in Herman, Missouri with Ray I at the Missouri State Turkey Calling Championships. And us going down to a local pub down there and having a sandwich after the, the event. I won it that year. And after that, I became a member of Hunter Specialties. And Hunter Specialties is a household name. And Hunter Specialties is one of the greatest companies that ever was created in the outdoor industry. And I, I think the way to kick the show off is, is Carmen, David, you know, people know of you, but a lot of people don't know the real roots, American roots of Dave and Carmen. Let's talk about where you guys was born real quick, each one of you. Where was each one of you born? I was born in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, born and raised. Born and, and I was born in Muscatine, Iowa. Muscatine, Iowa. Now, now that that's really cool. It's really cold in Iowa too. I want everybody to know that. I always dreaded that, <laughs> Carmen, David, going up. It was cold, but I knew I was going to have a good time because I was hanging out with Dave and Carmen. We always eat good and had lots of fun. And, and uh, I remember every time it was cold, you would come here and say, that's right. dang, I forgot a coat. I did. I'd go, that's okay. <laughs> Keep one of Dave's. I've got Wonder 30. how many of Dave's coats you have. I've got 31 of them. <laughs> <laughs> so we know where you was born. What schools did you guys attend? And uh, did you go to college? Um, I went to grade school, junior high, high school. Here in, in Cedar Rapids, and I attended for a while a community college here. Awesome. Business major? Actually, I wanted to major in interior design. Oh, I love that. Yeah. David? And they talked me into taking business courses. Awesome. Awesome. What about you, Dave? I went to grade school. Uh, I started out in Lone Tree, Iowa. Uh, we lived on a farm. My father was injured, and we moved to town uh, to Corville, Iowa, and I went to grade school through junior high there, Corville being kind of a little suburb of Iowa City, Iowa, mm -hmm. and I went to high school at City High, um, attended the University of Iowa for a couple years, but prior to that time, I joined the U.S. Navy. Um, I was in the Naval Reserve while I was a senior in high school. Uh, spent a year uh, as a hospital corpsman in Oakland, California, and then spent a year in Vietnam. Wow. Well, thank you for your service, David. Yes, sir. Thank you for your service. And my dad was in the Navy also, and we talked about that many times, Dave, Carmen, and uh, you're a true, true patriot. That's awesome. Yep. That's awesome. You guys, thank you. Well, you know. This country, and I don't want to get off on that, but this country we're in, is, we need more patriots. 
That's all I want to say. Redbone, you Absolutely. wanted to say something. Yeah, well, I just... Yeah, we agree. <laughs> yeah, you know, and what I think, uh, you know, next step is how did y'all meet? You know, I mean, what, at what point in your lives did you meet, and how did that come about? That That's coming in the next segment. You're ahead, Mike, but that's all right. <laughs> but what I wanted to do was, was... It's all right. Go ahead. Tell us how you met. Oh, it's a long story. <laughs> did you have a 57 Chevy in your hair slick back, Dave? And did Carmen Absolutely have her? Absolutely not. We met through a friend. We met through a friend that was kind of set up as a blind date, and I didn't know it. And um, it just, we met that night, and we really haven't been apart since then. Beautiful. Wow. He thought he found a good deal, and dang, he did. <laughs> you better agree with that, Dave. I'm shaking my head. <laughs> You're nodding your head. Nodding, nodding, nodding head. Dave, nodding. <laughs> nodding. Well, you guys are truly lovebirds, and uh, you guys have did create one of the, the most successful companies in the industry, and we're going to talk more about that. But I want to ask you this question. Uh, you both love the outdoors. Can you remember your first fish, your first turkey, your first deer? Let's talk about that real quick. My first fish was a catfish because I used to fish in the summer a lot with my friends. Loved to play baseball, you know, mm -hmm. America's dream. Oh, yeah. And uh, when we weren't playing baseball, we were fishing. And as far as Carmen. Uh, my parents told me I was in the bottom of a flat-bottom boat in a in a playpen. <laughs> so yeah. I have been fishing and been on the river ever since I couldn't walk. So I, re I cannot remember my first fish, however. I'm sure I was quite young. <laughs> I tell you what I do remember. It was in Kirksville, Missouri. Yeah. And my first deer was probably in Kirk. No. Probably. I shot a deer before that. Oh, but yeah. the most memorable one was probably in Kirksville. C and D Farms, a very popular place, John. Huh. Very popular. Very popular place. You know, I'll tell you something I do remember is your daddy cooking those perch for us. Up there and having them fried perch downstairs in his basement, or your yeah, may have been my, your basement. My dad, yeah, yeah, and your mama, and I remember your mom and dad, Dave, and uh, great memories for sure. American roots. Absolutely, you're hearing, it, you're hearing it right here with Dave and Carmen Fords talking about their roots and their history. Don't go away. We'll be right back with more right after this. Hi, everybody. This is Aaron Tippin, and you're listening to my old buddy, Alex Rutledge, with American Roots Outdoors. And good morning. Eagle Seed presents. Welcome back to American Roots Outdoors, everybody. Again, we've got Mr. David Forbes and Miss Carmen Forbes on the phone with us talking about their American roots, talking about their very, very successful company that they created. And uh, the question was asked ahead of time, but we're going to ask it again so you can hear it again. Uh, you guys met each other through a friend. Blind date. Blind date. Blind That's how date. I met Linda. That's how I met Linda. But go ahead. Again, just tell us real quick. Well, like Carmen said, we were set up through a friend, and we met on a blind date, 
and I think possibly maybe every every day from that point on, but one we've been together. Yeah. And that's really where um, I had come off of, of a divorce. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I had also. And Carmen had also. And mm-hmm. it was kind of the perfect match had met. Beautiful. Beautiful. God put you all together, I can tell you that. There's no doubt in my mind. You guys. I might have had to do a little bit of convincing. <laughs> <laughs> you see why Car- she's a little fireball. I always call her a fireball. So let me ask you this. You guys fell in love. Uh, you created a business. Let's talk about that business. You created a business, then you come up with the idea of creating a product, then you created Hunter Specials. Let's talk about that. Well, our first product come up was was No Mar Tape. Camouflage tape. Camouflage tape. And, um, you know, that was, you know, back in 1977, if we all can, you know, yeah. think back then. Um, but it was applicable to firearms, um, we've taken of turkey hunters, mm-hmm. uh, over WD-40 and as well, <laughs> you know, applicable to bows as well. Yeah. And that was really our first product, um, you know, into the industry, something that we didn't know a lot about, but we had worked in the retail business some, and, um, that really gave us our jump start going forward. Yeah. Then, then also, if I may, uh jump in and say something then you created another product that would made uh, hollywood your makeup kit carmen created it let's talk about that well we were sitting around the table one night with some friends talking about what we should you know what the next step should be and someone brought up the fact that there wasn't any good camouflage makeup on the market because it would dry and crack and Mm-hmm. So I happened to wear Mary Kay makeup at that time. So I pulled out my <laughs> lipstick case and I said, "What about this?" <laughs> they both looked does. at me like I had three heads. So I put it back in my purse <laughs> until the next morning, when Dave woke up and he goes, "Let me see that again." <laughs> I said, "Nope, you had your chance." But anyway, that's that's how the compact uh, came about. Was because of my Mary Kay makeup. The neat thing about that product, it went all over the world. It was in um, between our two makeup and that camo compact was in every jet fighter in the mm-hmm. military. Mm-hmm. We sold it to the Navy SEAL. We sold it all the way through the military all over. See, we people didn't know that. There that. was going to be a conflict. Didn't know where, yeah. but we knew at some point there was going to be a conflict somewhere because the orders would come in for for the compacts. Hmm. You know, I, I mean, how, how, do, how do you go from sitting at the kitchen table and coming up with idea, the idea and then getting it to the U.S. military? I mean, that's, that's, that's an amazing story. Well, just having a good product, one, having a great staff, mm-hmm. and the other thing is having, you know, the reason our company grew was not only our staff, but the consumer who supported us at the retail shelf. Yeah, yeah. And um, that that was really the you know the secret to Hunter Specialties. But we also had we had a, a group of reps, independent mm-hmm. representatives mm-hmm. that represented us, and through them, they happened to know some military connections reps. Yeah. So they put us in touch with the military reps, 
and that's how we got you know started with the with the military see i was thinking it had to be one of two ways either the way you just described or there was a navy seal guy that was a turkey hunter had this kit and said wait till the guys see this in my unit went back and then from that point it worked inside coming back out but uh, well i'll tell you what the navy seal teams did use it because it would stay on underwater that, that was one of the biggest things we all liked about it, is that when it rained, it didn't just start running down your face. Absolutely. Right. And, and, and you couldn't sweat it off either. So, right. And everybody I know, know that was had always one. a plus. <laughs> everybody I have, had one. I have several kits of it still. Uh, <laughs> uh, I've got some of the first sample turkey calls that wow. was ever produced that I tested. And uh, a lot of the different box calls, slate calls, and uh, even the tube calls and Everything. I, I, I've got a collection. And yeah. Alex, you played a very important part in the development of HS Strat along with uh, Tom Stuckey and Ray I. Yeah, thank um, you. The work you did behind the scenes that nobody knew uh, was the reason we manufactured quality mouth diaphragm calls for sure. Yeah, we 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 was pretty anal on that, wasn't we, Carmen and David? We 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 had to be precise, and and uh, you guys was so great to work for, uh, and I've worked for many people. You guys thank took you. a lot of pride, and and, and I, again, I, I'm going to thank you many times throughout this show of letting me be a part of of history, and letting me be a Please. part of of a family. And I, saw I was, this I was just going to say, our employees really were not employees. You know, family. we treated them, and or they became part of our family. You, you are 100% And I think correct. that's so important. You know, no one was a number to us. Everybody was exactly a son or a daughter or a brother or a sister or, you know, some kind of a mentor. Folks, you're listening to American Roots Outdoors with David and Carmen Forbes the inventors, creators of Hunter Specialties. We're going to go to a break. We come back. We're going to talk more about their American roots and their successful business, Hunter Specialties. We'll be right back with more right after this. Hey, everybody. This is Michael Water with Bone Collector, and you're listening to my buddy Alex Rutledge on American Roots Outdoors, man. Don't miss an episode. Around your heart, so you never got to worry. What the wind might do, American Roots. Hi, everybody. This is Alex Rutledge with American Roots Outdoors. How many of you need an attorney? If you're like me, sometimes you do. I go to Zane Prevet at the Prevet Law Office, Willow Springs, Missouri. No case is too big or too small. You can call Zane at 417 469 3535 Zane Prevet at the Brevet Law Office. This is Alex Rutledge, and he is my attorney. Denali Rods presents. Welcome back to American Roots, the final segment of the radio show. Again, we've got. David and Carmen Forbes, the inventors, creators of one of the number one outdoor manufacturing companies in the outdoor industry in the day. 
And what great information we've gathered here. How many of you all knew that they created No More Tape and the makeup kits? Yeah, I, well, I mean, we knew they created the makeup kits uh, because they were just great. But, uh, you know, the, the, the tape, I didn't know about that. And the fact that the makeup kits were used by the military, it just blows me away. Oh, yeah. uh, but, uh, you know, Alex, one of the things, I want to disagree with something that you just said. Okay. Uh, you said one of the best companies ever, I think. From they a name standpoint and a branding <laughs> standpoint, Hunter Specialties is was the biggest thing to ever hit the outdoor industry in, in a retail setting. Oh, I, I think beyond the shadow of a doubt. Yeah, you stole my thunder on that because I was going to say the same thing <laughs> when you were done talking. Because I think in the late 80s, when that's kind of when I really started getting into hunting in the, in the early 90s, if you own 10 pieces of equipment, I guarantee <laughs> six or seven was made by H.S. Strutt. Or yeah. nine. Or nine. Or nine, right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was yeah. thinking the other three were hand-me-downs. So, yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, look, look, thank look. you. Yeah. Well, it, let me tell you what you can attribute to great leadership to being a successful company, because they treated their people not like a number; they treated them like family. Right, and that makes the workers, yeah. the employers, oh, they loyal. Work harder for loyal. you. Right, man. I would have, I would have jumped out of an airplane. I, anything, I'll still do it for them. And. Uh, <laughs> You guys, this is the secret behind the success. Let's talk about your creation. When we ended the show, you was commending Tom Stuckey, Ray, and myself. And uh, what gave you the idea to create a pro staff? You know, and you created well, the other. Yeah. Alex, really, you know, getting in the business of, of the turkey call business and realizing the National Wild Turkey Federation mm-hmm. and all the, all the customers, the turkey hunters, et cetera. We really needed people to talk to to our consumer at the grassroots level. Mm-hmm. Carmen and I couldn't do that from our office. Yeah. But we found people like yourselves, like we said, Tom Stuckey, Ray I, you know, Matt Moret, mm-hmm. Rick White, yep. uh, Philip Vanderpool, Eddie Salter, people yeah. that Kyle would Hicks. Do, Kyle Hicks that would go out and, you know, give seminars, one, on turkey hunting because it was fairly new, and uh, would give seminars and talk about you know, our product, of course, but you're able to communicate with the consumer. You therefore communicated back to us. Yeah. Is what we needed to hear. And, and then the positive thing about that too is we didn't develop every, every product that we had, but we had people within our organization that did. Mm-hmm. And our pro staff, professionals in the field, they tested our product. Exactly. They approved our product before it went to market. Every piece of product. We never put nothing out without testing it. I remember. I've still got yep, notes. All of, our, all of our box calls were yeah. hand-tuned, and and um, then we developed a, the machine that made our diaphragm calls yep. to precisely stretch the latex rather than hand-stretching them. Exactly. No guessing. Exactly. We made the most consistent diaphragms ever made. And even the, the new uh, Infinity Latex you know, uh, long-lasting latex. Uh, I remember, I've still got notes, Dave, Carmen, from when we tested Cineway. I give you my, my uh, feedback on the product before we ever introduced it to the market. Cineway become the number one elimination product in the, in the industry. Yeah. I've got those notes in a notebook. I need to send them to you sometime, a copy of them. What was really sharp about that category, Alex? Mm-hmm. Was one, it was, it was, you know, it made the, the average individual hunter give him the opportunity to be more successful. 
You're right. Because he went from washing his clothes to taking showers to, you know, put on scent wafers using scent away yes. spray, et cetera, et cetera. And what the retailer liked about it most, it sent the consumer back to his retail register seven, eight times for exactly. that category. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I would say that that's actually a good sales tactic, and I'm sure the retailers probably did love that because you ran out, you had to go get more, and while you're there in that aisle, I'm sure you're probably coming back with more stuff than just the spray that you went in for. It's kind of like putting the milk in the grocery store at the far end of the grocery store. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Correct. And, there you and, go. and in the same segment by the frozen pies. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but you know, what it did, it created brand loyalty from the consumer to our brand because we took time to talk to people. You know, and, and we shared our success through the DVDs, the videos, and our seminars. And, you know, I don't remember Facebook. And TV show. TV show. I don't remember Facebook or social media back then. We had to get our press through outdoor writers, et cetera. And, uh, but and, and the outdoor writers and the buyers kept us busy all fall. Exactly. You know, they'd come to the farm and hunt. And, yeah. And uh, they kept us busy all fall. We had some, we developed some excellent relationships with buyers and and the outdoor writers again. Exactly. You know, to this day, I think you and Dave need to be inducted into the Legends of the Outdoors Hall of Fame, and I'm going to nominate you to be inducted into that because of what you've done for this industry. Oh, absolutely. Wow. Thanks, oh, Alex. Thanks, Alex. I mean that. You guys, I'm going to nominate you. Uh, it's going to come up here real soon. The, the events this coming weekend in Springfield, Missouri. If you could go that, it would be awesome. I might be able to help you get some tickets at Bass Pro Shops. The event is you mm. could go there and visit. And uh, yeah, I, we can talk. Yeah, we'll talk, talk about it after the show. But uh, yeah, uh, I, I want you to make. We got about three minutes left here. It looks like. I want you to make some closing comments to everybody that's followed you guys and. And they love you, Carmen, Dave. And uh, what you want to say to people out there about your life? Uh, I would, you know, I'd, mine would be short, and you know, I'm sure Dave will expound on it, but mine would be follow your dreams. Yeah. You know, I think that's, that's pretty much what it is. Um, they don't come easy. You make sacrifices along mm -hmm. the way. It takes a lot of determination, but you have to have that passion. That's the only way it'll work. And there's always going to be bumpy roads, no matter what. Mm -hmm. But you always look beyond the bump, because mm -hmm. there's there's blue sky beyond that bump. Beautiful. And um, probably most importantly is we want to say to everyone who supported us, thank you, most mm -hmm. importantly. Um, and we were just happy that we could, you know, give something back to the outdoors, to the industry, uh, badly needed. And we're still doing that today. So yes. um, it was it was a, a great time of our life, and we're, we're still enjoying it. That's beautiful. Let me ask you this here. Uh, do you guys still do hunts at C&D Farms? And if you do, some of our listeners may want to try to book a hunt with you guys. Are you entertaining people? Are you accepting uh, hunters? We we are still um, hunting. Mm -hmm. We have some very loyal hunters and buyers and reps that come and hunt with us um, every year. Beautiful. We've thought about expanding our time. Mm -hmm. um, we have not quite decided 
you know, if we're going to do that yet or not. But I'll tell you what, we still love it. They still have a good time. Um, everyone has been successful, and it just, you know, we've developed some deep friendships with, with yeah. these people. Yeah, well, I We still have free-ranging white-tailed deer and, and turkey hunting, and um, we go through the food plotting every year like we did. Mm-hmm. We go through the same structure hunting uh, that we talked about with the, with the Centerway products. Yep. So it hasn't changed for us. Um, Me either. We still <laughs> greatly enjoy the outdoors. Well, it, it's changed a little bit. We have now become farmers, <laughs> which which we were not before. I miss and your cooking, Carmen. I miss your cooking. Pardon? I miss your cooking. Cooking. Yep, I'm still I'm still cooking, but you know some things never change either. We have two tractors. One's a big green one with air conditioning and stereos, and the other's a little uncovered one where you're when you're out in the weather. Yeah. And guess whose is whose. <laughs> <laughs> there you have it, folks. Dave and Carmen Forbes, the creators of Hunter Specialties, a household name. True, true legends. Mike Crace, Wayne Locke, oh, absolutely. to the outdoor industry. Yeah, I had an opportunity to meet uh, uh, Carmen and David uh, at the, uh, gosh, it's been about eight years ago now, nine years ago, uh-huh. at the at the uh, National Wild Turkey Federation. Yeah. It, it was it was a huge, big deal for me. I really, I mean, it was like, uh, hi. <laughs> <laughs> I have not had that opportunity, but I am looking forward to the day I do. But uh, I just want to, you know, Again, say thank you for you know coming on the radio here. There's going to be more for people to listen to, and that's going to be on the podcast. So if you want to hear more from Carmen and Dave, uh, make sure you tune into the uh, your, our podcast. You can go to your local podcast carrier. Just type in American Roots Outdoors, look it up, subscribe, leave us a review. And uh, speaking of that, though, I want to make sure we mention Donnie Ball was the winner of the True North Tree Stand. Oh, wow. So Donnie Ball Donnie won it. Donnie Ball wow. won it. Yeah. Uh, he, Donnie Ball out of Virginia. So he's going to be uh, getting notified from us this afternoon. And uh, congratulations on Donnie. We have another contest that will be coming up next week. We may get Carmen and Dave to send a picture of him and her together in an old catalog they could sign to give to the winner. That would be cool. Would you do that, Carmen, Dave? Sure. We'll see. I'm sure that we've got a couple catalogs laying around. And just sign it for them, and we'll give it to our next uh, listeners next week. But anyway, everybody, you want to listen to the bonus segment, the podcast, tune in to your favorite podcast carrier. And uh, we're going to wrap the show. We'd love to have you back because there's more and more that we haven't covered with Dave and Carmen. I promise you. you got to hear some of the stories. We'll talk about that in the bonus segment of what we did for fun. Uh that's back in the day when I used to drink a little bit, but God forgive me. <laughs> Thank you guys for being on the show. And remember, everybody, when your roots run deep and strong, there's no reason to fear the wind. So you never got to worry what the wind might do. American Roots. Thank you for joining us for today's American Roots Outdoors Radio with Alex Rutledge. You can find us on Facebook. Look us up on the World Wide Web at AmericanRootsOutdoors.com. We'll be back again next week on this great radio station. Wise Eye presents... 
American Roots Outdoors with Alex Rutledge and friends. This is Wayne Locke. I got Mike Crease in the studio with me. Alex is in the studio with me. And the fact the three of us are in the studio at the same time is kind of a rarity <laughs> lately. Hold on, I was here last week too. Uh, yeah, no, you but, were, but I'm saying the three of us for the last few months, it's been kind of hard getting all three of yeah, us here. Whether first, first time in probably six weeks. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna jab Wayne if he'd answer his phone. We could do more things together. <laughs> if if I didn't live in the country where I had no cell service, that would also help. Too. Hold on a minute. I've been at your house and dialed your phone. It rang every time. It did not. Yes, it did. I guarantee it did not. <laughs> Listen to him. Lies. He tells lies, I'm saying. All right. All right here we go. All right. Everybody. It, yeah, if you're listening to this, you know, that means you're listening to us on a podcast, and we appreciate you being on our podcast. Make sure you uh, subscribe, join, whatever it says you need to do. Follow. Uh, everybody's changing the way they have you click now but uh, make sure you leave us a review we'll be drawing winners again and uh, if you didn't missed it uh, in the last segment donnie ball is the winner of the true north tree stand so he's gonna donnie a, ball yeah he's gonna have his choice wow. between that climber and a ladder stand i know myself i would choose a ladder myself <laughs> me too I, i'm just getting too old yep. to be doing climbers and all my trees now are only yay wide so it's not like i can yeah. use a climber anyway <laughs> dave carmen have you heard of true north tree stands i'm not sure alex Carbon shaking her head, yes. Well, you need to look them up because they have taken tree stands to a new level of safety. Promise you. Where are they out of, Alex? Canada. Canada. Ontario. Oh, wow. Yep. And those guys are coming here to the States, and they are getting distribution. Lots of distribution. They have a full line, ladders, and you Uh said climbers as well as hang-ons. And blinds. And blinds. And blinds, yeah. And blinds. And tower stands, too. Tower stands. And more coming. Wow. More stuff coming. What's it, their website? Uh, TNT, HuntTNT.com. Mm-hmm. Okay. We'll look them up. Yeah. Yep. Their biggest feature is they have a uh, the locking mechanism where you actually hang the locking mechanism on, and you don't have to haul the tree stand up and try and lock it on. You put on this hang-on system, and then you click your tree stand into it, and then you will not budge. Guaranteed. We put we safety, put oh, we safety put, comes first. Safety yeah. first, that's right. They they trademark their their safety device, their female device to the tree, and we literally done a test on before they ever uh, brought them to the market. We put over seven hundred pounds. There was four of us standing on a stand. It wouldn't even wiggle. That's how sturdy these stands are. Mm-hmm. That's are they aluminum or steel? They're steel. They're steel. Okay. Yep. Yes. Oh. So if you know anybody who weighs 700 pounds, you need to get them one of these freestyles. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but the one thing Sometimes about them is... Hold on a minute. feeds me, I kind of feel like that. That's racism. <laughs> but that's, they, that's racism. They remind, me a lot of, they, they remind me a lot of Carmen and Dave's company because they do so much research before yeah. it even hits the market. They do. They're not like some of these companies that be like, hey, I have an idea. Let's make it and get it out there and let's see then if it works. Yeah. yeah. Well, when it comes to the tree stand business... You'd better be that way. You're not going to be around very long. So true. Yeah, you're right. But safety has to come first. Research has to come first. Yeah. And all the good things follow, providing they do it the right way. And it sounds like they're doing a great job. Oh, they are. They have an attorney as an investor. And uh, we also have an attorney in our business that's not an investor, but he's on our team. And his name's Zane Prevet. And he does all of our contract work for us. And Prevet Law Firm. Prevet. 
So that being said, let's talk about Dave and Carmen a little more. You you uh, retired, semi-retired, basically you retired, and uh, you guys spend a lot of your time on your farm at C&D Farms in the Kirksville area. You entertain guests and uh, friends, and you got a lake house still, Lake of the Ozarks. I'm sure you guys go up there and fish. And uh, What is it about life that you really enjoy after working all these years? What is it you can share with people? Well, remember, we worked about seven days a week. We went from briefcases to tractors. And uh, uh, Alex is probably enjoyable. Do you find that you've got lots of free time? Yeah. Not really, mm-hmm. because the time that you put in forth working before, mm-hmm. you're you're finding more enjoyable things to do. Yes. Well, and and... It seems like we work full time, but the older you get, the slower you get. So we slow down a little bit, but you know we don't have much time to to sit around. Remember when Carmen used to drive a car? She knew two speeds: zero and hundred. <laughs> yeah. And when we worked, we kind of knew zero or a hundred, but that's changed, as Carmen says. Yeah. We slowed down a little bit. Yeah, you guys love to entertain people. You love to make people happy and cook and share your farm with others and one of the things that sticks out in my mind i'll never forget everybody was september 11th when the twin towers was hit we was hanging tree stands that's correct i'll never forget it i'll never forget yeah we came in and watched it on tv we sure did we was in awe wasn't we yeah yeah i think everybody will remember absolutely well i want to say this again i've said it once i want to thank you guys for the memories and for the chance for a hillbilly silver tooth hillbilly boy that like <laughs> loved turkey hunting to uh, be a part of your great success story. And I'll well, never... Alex, we will never forget the pile of turkey beers that we first met. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say we are not going to let them off the uh, air here until we hear a story. We need some dirt. We need to hear a good story, a funny story about you and 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 Alex back in the day. Because I know about, you got a lot. Tell of them, them about my resume. Yep, yeah, yep. Tell yeah, them here. I'm not. I'm not sure if I remember a story about your resume. Oh yeah, you said hey, I, remember, I need a resume. I, I said a lot of stories. Though. I said what's a resume? It's where you talk about. <laughs> you said it's where you talk about what you can do and what you've done. I said, "Oh, okay, I know what that is." I went down and grabbed all my turkey beers. Remember? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but anyway, yep, yep, that was that was fun. Your mama was still alive. I was going to say that's memorable to us, Alex, because we got to meet your mother. She loved um, you guys. She oh, was a man. great supporter of Alex Ratledge. She's a great supporter of David Carmen too. I can tell you right now. You call, she you 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 do what they say. <laughs> <laughs> they tell you, you go. <laughs> they tell you go to the moon, you go. They love you, Alex. They love you. Yeah, bless her soul, bless her heart. Yeah. And 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 the nice thing is that you would have and you did. Oh well, I love so. you so much. And you know, I, I wanna say this before we wrap the show up and I'm gonna say it glassy eyed. There will always be a part of Hunter Specialties in my heart and my soul and my mind. There will be something of Hunter Specialties on my body when I'm putting the ground. 
Always. Oh, thanks, Alex. Remember, Alex, one thing. That is a two-way street. Yeah. Thank we can't you. thank you enough for being part of our family. Thank you. Thank you. We definitely got to have you back. Oh, yeah. we. There's okay. so much more oh, we need to We got to tell some stories. The next show is going to be the funny stuff. We'll, the we'll do stories on the next show. That's for sure. <laughs> okay. We'll, yeah. talk, we'll talk about the Fab Five. We need to talk about the Fab Five with you guys, you know, yeah. the, with uh, wait, Alex wait, and all that. Wait, we also need to hear the story about the first time Alex uh, flew out to meet with Carmen <laughs> and, and his luggage. His luggage was a bowling, was a bowling ball, ball bag. It was. It was. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that? Carmen Dyke. We have got some stories. Oh, maybe we don't need to <laughs> We're do spilling the dirt on the next one. We're going to get you guys back real quick then. Yeah, maybe next week. <laughs> yeah, maybe next there week. There you go. Yep. Everybody, thank you again for listening to American Roots Outdoors. What some wonderful memories we, we got to discuss here with Dave and Carmen. And you got to learn more about their American Roots. And, again, we're going to have them back. We want to hear your comments on the podcast or Facebook page when you listen to this show. If you want them back, we will have them back. And remember... When your roots run deep and strong, there's no reason to fear the wind.